What is up guys? Zach in here and in today's video, I'm going to share with you exactly how to scale your real estate wholesaling business to $100,000 per year, per month, per month in wholesaling real estate, guys. This is a live video. I'm excited to share with you. This is why this is live. So if I stare whatever, get used to it. This is me during my lives. So guys, this is where I'm going to share exactly how to scale up from 100K all the way up to a million dollars per year in wholesaling real estate. This scaling guide is going to be intense. So guys, get your pens and papers ready. I'm going to share exactly what the gurus, uh, what the scaling mastery events, you know, you go to a yacht for $5,000 for a weekend to learn the stuff. I'm going to actually uncover the exact secrets that under the paywall, usually you have to pay to get the stuff. I'm going to share the entire thing. I'm really excited for this one. The entire front to back systems, guys, this is the complete wholesaling systems guide video for scaling your business to a million dollars per year. Okay. Now everyone knows if you want to make a hundred thousand dollars per year in wholesaling real estate, all you really got to do, you can be a solopreneur. You can do it all yourself. It's really not that complicated, but once you start getting into making a hundred K per month, doing five, six, seven, eight deals per month, you're going to need some systems. You're definitely going to need employees. So this is definitely a more advanced topic, but this is a topic that is in huge demand right now. Most people, you have to pay tens of thousands of dollars to get this information. This is the video that people go crazy when I share it, but you know, it, it's the truth. These gurus don't like it, but I want to share exactly for free. So guys, you're in my little masterclass today. This is our 1,000... Uh, dollar per hour mastermind session. So if you can do me one big favor, you know, make these gurus cry, smash that like button and subscribe, get the most free value from me. And let's break it down because I'm excited. I'm jacked up right now. I'm ready to change lives today because I feel like someone's going to use this information today and go out there, start implementing these systems and changing their entire business. Most people running a seven figure operation, they have these types of systems in place not matched on YouTube. You can see on it. So not many people on YouTube has got this info out. So I'm excited to share it. Uh, the guru's going to go after me for this one. I don't know, but let's break it down guys. So let's get jacked up. If you're ready to get, get ready and change your life. If you're watching this in bed, you gotta get out of bed because you gotta get out of bed. Let's cue the intro. Let's get it going. Let's change your life. Fuck out of bed, bitch, go. Get up, get up, I got the guy cold on. Gotta wake up, gotta wake up, bitch, get up. Get up, get up, bitch, get up. Get up. up today. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to share the exact secrets to scaling your entire wholesaling real estate business. This is not a complicated topic. Let me say this one last time. This might get very confusing. This scaling a system, especially having the systems in place to go from $100,000 per year 
all the way to a million dollars per year really is not complicated. I'm going to share exactly the entire thing here. The hardest part is the action and the implementation it takes to go out there and actually start changing your life today. It's very hard to get out here and start changing life of scaling because it's the action that's the hard part. So that's really where I want to talk about today too is how to actually implement it. Like I'm giving you the blueprint today, but I really want to show you the action steps it takes because you know you get, you, you spend that five, 10 grand to learn, learn what I'm about to share exactly what to do. The problem is you're paying just to see what the systems are, but the hardest part they don't do, which is the implementation of it. So that's really where I want to talk about today. Really get into it. I really want, I'm just, I'm excited for this one. Like I'm jacked up. Everyone's ready. Justin's ready. Steve from Boston's ready. Uh, Tina's the first like. Thank you, Tina. Guys, smash that like button. Subscribe. There's so many awesome people on here. Randy Fabrico. Uh, Soki, Randy, uh, Angelo, what is up? I'm ready. Let's get it. Woo! I'm jacked up. So, guys, if you are ready, like that video and subscribe. Like this one and subscribe. And let's get it going, guys. So, let's talk about it. Let's let's just get in the nitty-gritty because... I'm excited. So let, let's talk about this. Scaling systems to make about $100,000 per month. Let's kind of break it down. Uh, let's get it exactly how to scale this business basically from 100K to a million dollars. This is not going to be the video to talk about, you know, how do I get my first deal or two? This is really a systems video. These videos probably not going to the most views because this is kind of like a more niche down video, especially when it comes to wholesaling. Uh, not everyone's trying to scale up to a million. Uh, per year. But what I can tell you right now is I think it's really important for the people that are struggling. They don't deal with the gurus and they just want to learn the whole system. I think it's important for everyone to know, you know, um, it, it's very, very important that we understand. So the first thing I can tell you right now is most, I, I, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but most times when you spend $5,000 to learn how to scale a business or something, they're literally buying this book traction from Gino uh, Wickman, which costs $17. You honestly, you can get an e-copy for like five bucks. I know people that have free PDFs online. I'm not going to tell you how to do that, but I know people that do that. My thought is if you have to pirate something that's worth $5, you're probably not going to be having the money to scale up, but it's between you and whoever you use. But this is a pretty good book. It's about delegation processes. Um, trying to pop uh, some pages here. I did not highlight them before I started, but uh, really how to get the vision for your business. Um, the book's pretty good, you, you know, answering the questions, dealing with employees, how to keep them accountable, um, SOP systems of operations, um, how to chart the business. Um, it's not wholesaling specific, it's more like general business, but, um, traction from Gina Whitman, Wickman's definitely a really good book. If you want to scale it, the thing is most wholesaling, uh, scaling systems, uh, you know, masterminds courses you buy. They just base it off this book. I'm going to be completely honest. I've seen videos of it. I've been inside these actual masterminds. Uh, people give me access to them. I see them. They're trash. So put this back. what I can tell you though is you guys could tell us a live video, but what I can tell you is I want to give the info out for free. So that that's one thing I think a lot of people like that we do on the channel here is we kind of uncover the big expensive course things you have to buy, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I've seen fifty thousand dollar, you know, guides like this. And I just I, I take that information, I make it actually good. I don't make it guru fied, 
and I expose it to you guys for free. That's one thing I do. I, I appreciate my audience. Um, I will give a shout out to them really quick before we get into it. Um, you guys send me the logins and the, the course material for these like $15,000 courses. And I, I can actually get that information and give it out for free. Um, and this information's it's just regurgitated stuff. But when I see something and I sometimes want to get out for free, we do this. So uh, this is a kind of portion from there, what I use in my business, what I've seen from 10 $30,000 masterminds. Uh, this is kind of what I want to share. So let's kind of share about how to actually make this into a real business. So uh, let's break it down. So th there's really one chart I, I can share, and then I'm just going to get in detail with it. Um, you guys give me some questions you want after. We'll do a Q&A after on this. But uh, this is really what, what I want to focus on, especially when it comes to scaling. So uh, let's kind of break it down. Let, let's get into it. So this is the $100,000 a month wholesaling system. And I know a lot of you guys actually have I've seen part of this before, um, a portion of it, uh, but this is really what it is. So this is the $100,000 a month wholesaling system. So let's kind of break it down from top bottom, what an operation will look like. So this is what the operation of $100,000 per month wholesaling system should look like. Obviously you need to know every market's different. Every single business is different. But if I had to make a general one, this is really where it's going to be out for most wholesalers. Obviously, there's driving for dollar systems out there. There's systems for different type of list pulling. Some people might not even have a dispositions agent running 100K a month. They're all completely different. You just have to understand that this is a general one. You obviously have to switch it the way you do it. So at the top here on the system, of course, you have yourself, right? You're the CEO. You're the person. The point here in wholesaling real estate, especially when you're running a $100,000 per month system, is that you are not going to be the person that is running the business. You want to be sort of like me where I'm working five, six, seven hours a week max you know, in, in the business and I have people doing the work for me. Obviously, I'm going to have to pay these people. That's not fun, right? You're going to get less of the pie, but the pie gets way bigger the way you do the system. So would you rather get not would you rather get 80 70 percent of a million dollar pie or a hundred percent of a one hundred thousand dollar pie right it makes complete sense right you're, you're going from 100k to seven hundred thousand dollars in net 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 profit so it makes a lot of sense for you to delegate it pay people but you end up scaling and making more money at the end of the day that is the point here so this is the system so you're at the top you whatever you want to do in our business it's me and rick at the top then we have a coo a chief operating uh, officer. Sometimes you, you know you 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 and then your partner can be at the top. You two be at the top. May, maybe not have a COO, COO, but if you truly want to delegate it in the right way, you want to do it. You're going to need a COO. This chief operating officer, it's really going to be uh, the leader uh, of the organization because you're really not going to be in it. That's sort of the point. Um, and we're going to go over the pay structures of every single one. Of course, that's stuff you have to pay $15,000 to learn. I'm just going to share it absolutely for free today because that's what we do. Reflects on these gurus every day. So uh, COO, COO, we'll kind of break down exactly where to hire these people, where to find them. Uh, but next here is we sort of have three departments for wholesaling, especially when you're running a $100,000 per month wholesaling business. I know a lot of people are going to be in the comments saying, oh, you know, there's actually seven uh, systems I do. You know, there's actually seven uh, departments that we have for our operations and blah, 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 blah. This is why you have to pay, I think. 
I, I'm telling you right now, at, at the end of the day, I, I try to make this business simple. This is probably the most simple that I can sort of see it. Um, and this is the simplest way you're going to find, uh, especially for scaling. This is going to be, uh, it's the simplest one you can do. So you're going to have marketing, you're going to have acquisitions, and then you're going to have dispositions. Now in marketing, let, let's go over marketing first. So of course, marketing number one is there's someone's got to lead the marketing. And especially when you're running a high volume business, you're going to have to some, have somebody in charge. This is going to be in most cases, I've seen the best economies of scale on this. What makes the most net profit in the day with the most efficiency is going to be a VA is actually going to be in charge of other VAs. This is, this is what we call, sort of call the VA marketing manager. The VA marketing manager is going to be in charge of all the other VAs and making sure they're doing their tasks. Uh, sort of your COO is sort of doing that also. Uh, but this VA marketing manager is not just a manager. They're also doing VA tasks too, but they're kind of like the group leader. Uh, a lot of companies have this where they have you know, the customer service department and they have the customer service leader who is still working in customer service, but they get paid a little more and they do some of the leadership roles. And they kind of can understand the culture a little better. You know, If you get someone from the Philippines, Mexico, India, uh, they speak the languages there. So a VA marketing manager, of course, under them is going to be your cold calling VAs. They're going to be doing the cold calling for you, high equity lists, probates, government lists, all the lists for cold calling they're going to be doing. Your SMS VAs, they're going to be sending out the SMSs. Then you have your list pulling VAs. Now, you, VA marketing manager is a little more trusted. So they can actually pull the skip tracing. You can have your COO pull the skip tracing. It's really dependent on what you're doing. Uh, we, in our personal business, we don't really spend too much on skip tracing uh, because we've mostly pull our high equity list once a year. Um, but sort of at the point where it's every four months from different markets. So it's really once or twice a year you pull it. And really, I could do it myself, but really, we just have someone a little more below me do it. Uh, so that's really what we've seen. Next is the acquisitions. Acquisitions, in my personal opinion, this is the one that should be the least delegated. Um, you really shouldn't have a lot of uh, employees for acquisitions. I know someone said, oh, you need 50 acquisitions managers. I mean, hey, hey, that's great to each their own. Um, what I've seen, again, is my average deal is $50,000. So we really need highly talented acquisitions person. We could really only have one or two at most, uh, but it's really dependent on what you're going to do, what's best for your operations and best for your business. Uh, so boom, we have the acquisitions department. There we're going to have our acquisitions manager. Pretty simple. Uh, next here is going to be dispositions. Dispositions is a pretty important one. Of course, this is selling the real estate wholesaling deal. So in our opinion, depending on if you're sort of more high volume, if you're just more higher profit, less volume, you can change the percentage you pay these people. Uh, but really going to have one to two dispositions agents. A lot of them are actually going to be licensed realtors. And then below them, you're going to actually have a cash buyer VA who actually works for the dispositions manager or the dispositions agent. Uh, this cash buyer VA is just going to be cold calling cash sales, getting cash buyers, pulling them, and the dispositions agent's going to qualify, build the relationships, and go from there. Uh, that's really what I've seen on that system. So let's sort of go over exactly how I hire these people, where I find them, where you should find them. And then lastly, how much to pay these people, right? Um, and bring over their responsibilities. So of course, guys, if you have any questions, I'd love to answer it. Love to help coach you guys for free here. Uh, that's sort of what I do. 
the point here, uh, I, I, I do get a lot of flack sometimes the way that I, I, I structure this, but I structure this in the best way. Now, if you want to make seven figures, you could really eliminate the COO and just keep you as the COO and that'll save some a good percentage. But just remember, guys, the way I structure it is the way that our philosophy here on the channel is when it comes to scaling is the point of scaling is for you not to work more. Of course, money is a really big, important factor. But um, at the end of the day, money isn't the most important thing for us. It's mostly time freedom. So this is sort of the system that I think is best for everybody. Of course, you work 80 hours a week doing this, or you can work five hours a week like me. I sort of to the point where you don't have to work in the business. I promise you, it's a lot easier. It's a lot better. And you actually, working five hours a week is, is just, it, it, it's just a way better life. Even if you make $200,000 less per year, completely worth it. I promise you, like it, you're, it's a business. You got to delegate it if you don't want to work so hard on it. I promise you, this took me a long time to learn, but delegating is the best thing you can do for this business. So let's sort of go back, go back here and show exactly how we hired these people. So COO, COO is going to be the hardest part. This is someone who's really into management, really good manager that understands the wholesaling operation. Most of the time, this is going to be an acquisitions person you can promote that understands the sales process um, and marketing. The biggest downfall I have seen is a lot of COOs, really, if they are have an entrepreneurial spirit, you're screwed. What do I mean by this? If your C, if your COO um, has an entrepreneurial spirit that they're not really an implementer, they're really much a visionary. I think reading the book Rocket Fuel is a really good one for understanding this. But if that person is wanting that has all these ideas, they love running the business. You know, they got entrepreneurial spirit. They're probably going to leave you, take your systems, and go create their own business and compete with you. I'm not the person that's like, oh, you know, competition, competition, so bad, scary, but you just don't want someone who's going to use your exact marketing lists, know all your secrets, and then have them run off and run their own business. That's never really good. You want someone who's really an implementer. And I'm telling you right now, you got to give them equity in the company. Now, no, of course, they get equity of the revenue and the uh, actually equity of the profits, but they don't get equity in the company, if that makes sense. So they get a profit share, but they're not, at the end of the day, they don't own the company. They, they just get part of the revenue. I think that's pretty important to understand that. Um, so marketing, uh, we found the best marketing people, just VAs from the Philippines. Upwork.com's honestly probably our, our favorite ones for the SMS cold calling and list pulling. A lot of this for the VAs is going to be training. What I can tell you is the best way I have actually trained uh, VAs was like four years ago. And how I did it was before I started doing content, YouTube, all this stuff, everybody thinks like the videos I have for my VAs is like an 8K with a cinema camera like I got here with a microphone. It's perfect quality. It looks like it's a studio type setting from a studio. Guys, the videos that I still use for my VAs for training, especially for like pulling probates, things like that, I record that from my MacBook in the corner of my room when I was living with uh, my parents. Like when I was like, 18, 19 years old. Okay. Like I, I'm telling you, and then half of them were filmed in a dorm room. Okay. Like, no, like nothing really fancy. Like I didn't even have lighting. I, I used the lamp uh, for lighting and I recorded it at like nine o'clock at night after I was done going on appointments all day. Okay. Like I'm telling you, and I still use those videos to run a seven figure operation now. 
Um, video is, is really important. Of course, you know, oh, Zach's the uh, YouTube guy. Of course, he's going to scream about video. But what I can tell you right now is you do that video once and now I don't have to. So that VA, I'm just going to be honest with you right now. That VA, you're probably going to have to use them probably four or five like hires per year. Where that one VA, you got to get them out, get a new one. You're always, it's a revolving door with VAs. Unfortunately, it's kind of a lower level task. Love my VAs. Love everyone watching that are VAs trying to get better. Uh, but unfortunately, there's a lot of revolving doors, of course. Uh, so you got to understand that too. So it would cost me probably four or five hours to train one VA. So if I have five new VAs a year, that's 20 hours of work. That, that's it's almost a week of work. I mean, for, for me, that is, what is that? almost a month worth of work for me. Right. So, uh, that that's never fun. And then if you have to even do more, it's, it's insane. Um, and that just wastes a lot of time. Right. So what I found, especially you got to train acquisitions, people got to train dispositions, people, you might be spending 10 hours a week of just training and that's draining on your business, right? You're, you're just working harder and harder and harder. That's never fun. So if you're working 40 hours and you have to work another 10, 20 hours a week of training, if you're going from 40 to 60 hours of work. That's just never fun. Then you constantly have to do that every single month. It's terrible. So what I do is I created those videos where I spent the four or five hours doing the training. I did a video now. Now, every time there's four or five new employees that I got to get trained, boom, watch the videos. It's great, right? Um, of course, you know, the COO do it, but I, I truly believe that, you know, the owner of the business should be doing it. And those videos still, they hold true today. You know, I, I think it's really important we do that. And it, it's super important. I don't bring them through freewholesaling.com, obviously. I think that's another really important thing you have to do is if you're training like a marketing person, you don't want them to learn how to do acquisitions or dispositions because if they do, then they're going to know the entire business and probably they're just going to jump ship, create their own one. VA, not really too worried. I just have acquisitions managers leave all the time because they want to do it their own so they get more money. Then they realize, oh, you got to pay for marketing, got to do this. They don't have the knowledge we do. Uh, but the problem is then you got to go train a new acquisitions manager. And acquisitions manager training is a pain in the butt. That's really, really hard to delegate off. Um, I train acquisitions managers still um, because I, it's really important to do, especially uh, the way you do it. Because it, my business, of course, average deal, $50,000. That's interesting to doing three or four extra deals a year. That's an extra quarter million dollars that I sort of have to be in the trenches with the person. So um, let's kind of break it down here. Let me pop it up. So uh, acquisitions managers, the way that I actually train them is I call it the three, three, three approach. Um, maybe the nine approach. I don't know. I got, I got to coin the phrase. I don't know, but it's the three, three, three approach. Obviously you teach them the entire acquisitions process. Got a lot of videos on that rapport, a lot of recorded conversations, a lot of recorded uh, appointments. I've been on a lot of me with my phone in my pocket, closing sellers. Uh, really when I was 20 uh, years old, even 21, I was still, I was basically last year still training someone. So I just recorded it in my pocket. Um, so the three, three, three approach basically is I don't let the acquisitions manager become an acquisitions manager, get the true pay of an acquisitions manager until they pass the three, three, three. This means that that acquisitions manager has to go on at least three appointments with me where they don't say a word, they're mute and they just listen and watch me do my thing. And I have to close three deal. They have to watch me close at least three deals of at least $20,000 plus and then they go to the next level of three. The next level of three is where I'm talking half the time. They're talking half the time. And we kind of do it together. I'll probably pitch it. Um, maybe they'll pitch it once. 
and you go from there and they close about three of those. And the last three, the most important part is the last three where I mute, I don't say a thing and I let the acquisitions new person do the entire appointment where I don't really say a word and they have to go close three $20,000 deals in front of me before I allow them to get in full range of the entire operations. That's the three, three, three approach. I'm telling you right now, it's really hard getting through that and not being a good acquisitions manager. Unfortunately, when the average deal is $50,000, you really have to be on their game. You have to make sure that acquisitions manager is on their game and to understand the importance of building rapport, having empathy, and speed in this business. Um, it's really important. These are lessons I implement. To, I tell you guys that I use in my entire business and I implement and I just go hard in the paint trying to show you guys exactly the reason why it's so important to do. Um, I'm telling you, it's, it's a very important uh, approach I do and one that you guys have to be implementing if you're scaling up. That's really important for the acquisitions manager. Now the next part is like, how do I find a good acquisitions manager? Uh, Rick really has said this many times and I found it to be pretty true. Uh, really good acquisitions managers are people that are really good at talking to people, having that empathy, and really follows directions really well. Um, so, and usually they're implementer and they're pretty good. Uh, but really wh wh where I found is like bartenders are really good. Car salesmen and car saleswomen are really good. People that work in sales that are just really good at talking to people uh, that just have kind of an extroverted personality. Uh, that's really where I've seen the best acquisitions managers, uh, in my opinion. Next here is dispositions. Now, dispositions is pretty important. Uh, remember, I usually use two real estate agents or one real estate agent as the dispositions manager, dispositions person, uh, wherever you really want to call it. They have to understand wholesaling in and out. They have to be willing with the pay structure, be okay with it. And usually you got to feed these people full time. Uh, so if they're okay with that, fine. Cash buyer VA is basically the same thing as finding a cold calling VA with the training. Now, uh, the next part here is how do I actually train these people, right? Like what's the right training for these VAs, uh, for the acquisitions managers, dispositions, everything. Again, mostly videos, sometimes in-person. Dispositions agent, it's kind of in-person, but you do have videos for it, so it kind of helps. And then you kind of quiz them a little and you go from there. Uh, the important part is usually every week you have to be make sure everyone's on the same page on the team and just kind of get a recap of all the leads, everything like that. I use Podio, so our whole team can actually go and check it. I'm telling you, it's super, super important. Um, but let's kind of get the most important question, you know, like how do you pay these people? Like how much do you pay? Uh, what's the pay structure looking like? And you got to understand, uh, before I say this again is I, I might get flagged for this too. I pay these people very well because I only want to work five hours a week. I don't want to work 10 hours a week because I'm going to spend five hours, you know, fighting fires in the business and doing this, this, and this. I, I'd rather pay a little more and have them not leave me because turnover is one of the most expensive parts about running a business and it sucks. So uh, that, that, that's really what I've seen. That, that's my personal opinion here. Uh, so that, that's something I think is pretty important for you guys to understand. So uh, let's kind of break down the pay structure and let's show you. Okay. Boom. So let's sort of break this down. So COO, they're basically going to get 10% of the entire profit of the wholesaling deal plus base compensation. Uh, really, it, it depends how big of operation you're running. Marketing, they are going to get roughly about $50 per uh, deal for the marketing manager. 
and then a base of like 200 a week. VAs, uh, they're roughly um, about $25 per appointment they set for SMS and cold calling, and they get $40 per deal, and they kind of have a base of $4 an hour. You can bump it up to five. In my business, I can bump it up to five because we're doing well. Um, and then the other VAs, really six bucks an hour for like lists. Cash buyer VA is going to be six dollars an hour, but I'll give them like ten bucks per qualified cash buyer. I, again, they got to give me proof of funds stuff like that. Acquisitions manager just gets a regular base ten percent of the deal. Remember, it's a high volume, so ten percent is plenty. And then dispositions agent. This is the hardest one, you know, when I have to give a content out like this, what should it be? We're a little lower because our average deal is 50K. Now, if your average deal is 10K, you probably got to bump it up maybe to 10. Uh, but really, I think set six to eight is kind of the sweet spot. I'll say eight, just pay these people really well. Uh, so I'm going to give you guys a second to screenshot this, whatever you want. Um, I don't think I put my socials in there. So a guru is probably going to screenshot this and sell to you guys for five grand. They're going to call it like the, you know, the something cool method, uh, you know, the, the pen method of whatever, because they got, they, they'll use like a cat. Oh, they'll call it like the lightning method of wholesaling systems guide. They, they'll sell this. They'll screen screenshot this stuff for you for $10,000 and a bunch of you guys are going to buy it. So I don't know why I did not put my name. I should put my name on there. Hold on. Give me a second before you got, before y'all guru start screenshotting this. Boom. Yeah. Take that gurus. They're, they're probably going to just make that white, but whatever. Just so the gurus know what's up. So, uh, yeah. So that is it, guys. Uh, make sure you screenshot it. I'm going to give you guys 10 more seconds here uh, to go out there, screenshot this, and we can go sort of the next part here. Five seconds, screenshot this. Guys, remember, this is a live video. So the replay is going to be on YouTube, which you can go out here and uh, re re replay this. All right. Uh, that will be it for that. Boom. So yeah, hopefully these uh if your guru is selling it, just let me know. I'll uh I'll take you out of court. But um that's sort of the systems guide that I've sort of developed. You, you know, I I I don't want to get it too complicated. You, you know, I think a really good grasp and understanding of it's pretty important. Um, but you know, we, we can sort of get in a deep dive into any other topics you want. This is kind of the QA portion where uh let's sort of talk answer these questions and really see how I can help you learn this real estate business. Cause I think a lot of people, they, they know the business well, they like it. Uh, but sort of sometimes when it comes to actually going out here and implementing the systems, sometimes it gets a little more difficult. So, uh, that's sort of what I've seen here. So let's kind of, uh, bring it up and pop it up and see what we can do to help the people out. So let's go here. All righty. I think we're working here. Let's check it out. All righty. So let's pop one thing up here. All righty. All right. Perfect. So I'm trying to pop it up. I think the thing froze for a second. All right. We're fine. So let's go out here and answer your real estate wholesaling question. You got any burning questions? Uh, let me know. I'd love to help. And love to see how I can help you guys learn this business. So uh, great questions here. So Aaron wants to know, you know, would you, what would my first hire be in wholesaling real estate? Like, how do you start delegating? So my personal opinion is the first hire should be a VA. You have to be working the tasks that make you the most money. Any wholesaling system I have seen, 
acquisitions and dispositions are going to give you the most money, preferably acquisitions first. Marketing, you know, the cold calling, the grinding, the five hours per day of cold calling, you can delegate that four or five bucks an hour. I say though, before you hire someone, make at least $100,000 per year so you understand it. So you actually have enough confidence in yourself and the actual training to go train someone to actually do your task for you. It's really important, guys. I can tell you this right now. It's super, super important to go out here and actually make money in this business, do every single part in the system before you actually go hire somebody. I'm telling you right now, learn the system. I, there's so many gurus out here that say, oh, to hire before you even learn or actually know how to do it. It's That's terrible advice. I'm telling you right, you have to know the business in and out before you hire somebody. That's the biggest issue I see with people scaling and why they fail is they have a cold call person they hire because they've never cold called before. That cold caller fails miserably and they're like, oh my gosh, why is this cold caller failing? And they go through the, they actually go through the recordings and like, I have no idea what they're doing wrong. I've never cold called. Why is the cold calling bad? If you have your experience cold calling, you'd actually know what works and what doesn't because you're making 100K per year. That's the number one problem I have with people scaling. That's the number one issue they have. And I'm telling you right now, I am begging you guys, make a make your first 100K uh, before you do it. I'm not saying, I, I know people that, you, you know, they hired people before they made 100K and now they're at seven figures. Good for them. That's just my two cents. Obviously, everyone's got their own opinion. That's really what I've seen. So that's, that, that's the best way I can answer that, Aaron. Hopefully it helped. I appreciate it. Uh, it's very simple how I explained it, but very deep. Uh, I appreciate it. That's a good compliment. I like, I like that. All right, let's sort of let's bring the questions from the top and bring them to the bottom. See what we got on here. So let's get it, guys. Guys, if you want to learn this business absolutely for free, remember, guys, it's all at freewholesaling.com on the bottom here. Um, I think. Do I have any other um, announcements? I think I do. I've got one announcement. Um, smszack.com is going away. So what I can tell you guys is I think it's going to be used for batches listing. Uh, I think batch is switching up that offer. I think they're getting rid of it. So I think for today, maybe tomorrow, I don't know when, uh, but I know this is live. So smszack.com is going to be for batches list pulling. Um, that's where that link's going to be used in the next couple of days. As of today, you'd still use the free trial for a dollar. But I know that's going to be going away soon. So I'm going to leave that up for a little bit. Um, this is the Bomb Voyage for smszack.com. Um, that link's still going to be live, but it's going to switch. It won't be the uh, dollar trial anymore. It'll be like 5,000 polls for free, something, something like that. But I um, just got word about that today. So uh, PPC says, Sup, wholesaling fam. I hope everyone's having a blessed and productive day. I know I am. I Let's get this bread. I love it. Ready to learn what is up, guys. Thank you guys so much for commenting. I love it. Um, I'm trying to find the laughing emoji because this is hilarious. That DJ is not funny. That is serious business, okay? Getting out of bed and going is serious business, okay? There's no joke in that. That DJ knows what's up. And it's very important for you guys to get jacked up to learn this business. I'm telling you right now, dope intro. I appreciate it. Um, hey, Zach, first time on these lives. Fabrico, welcome. Um, let's see. Pump to finally be catching the timing on these. I'm from Miami beach. Love Miami beach. Um, beautiful. I, at night with the colors. Oh my gosh. Ocean drives. Beautiful. Um, 
Uh, question, uh, let's see. Uh, so liquid imprints says, um, question, what do you put in your Podia CRM? Just people that are interested in all your leads from marketing. The leads that I put in my CRM have to be qualified. They have to have an interest in selling it. If they are not interested, they're not going to be in it. Now, if they say, Hey, I'm gonna be interested in three months or something. Fine. Uh, it's really good for following up, but I don't put a lead into a CRM unless they're actually interested in selling the property. Tampa, oh my gosh, Tom Brady's going to be back soon. Please don't do this to me. What's up? See some people saying they need help. I'll ask the questions. Let's see, uh, let's see. Soki Baby says, I haven't done my first deal yet. Everyone's saying go to freewholesaling.com. That is true. Um, let's see, I do six figures a year wholesome by myself. What should my first hire be? Kind of answer that. It'd be a VA for the marketing. Uh, says, I would love for you to coach me. I need help figuring out all, please. Hey, go to freewholesaling.com. That is my free wholesaling course. It's a $5,000 course to give absolutely for free. It has over, I know for at minimum 15,000 members in it already. And I do free one-on-one calls basically one-on-one mentorships every Thursday in my wholesaling houses for real Facebook group. That's how you get coached for me. I don't do anything else. I answer my YouTube comments. I answer every single one and I try to get through as many DMS as I can, but I get hundreds and hundreds. Uh, that's how you get mentored for me. And that's how you get in hold of me one-on-one. Uh, Facebook says, what marketing are you doing by yourself currently? That brings you six figures, nothing by myself. I do have a team. I would say direct mail, SMS, and cold calling are my top ones. Uh, the best lists I found are probates and drawing for dollars. Of course, high equities probably make the most money from that, but it's not the best ROI. I, I would say I think drawing for dollars is the best, like pound for pound. Uh, but high equity is probably the best one for me, just because I do really, I do very wide net, wide net approach in my marketing. Do you guys find the cash buyer then open escrow or open escrow and the title finds the cash buyer? How is EMD and inspection handled if cash buyers found first? So if cash buyers find first, if a cash buyers found first, obviously you can't open escrow because you don't have a deal yet. Uh, but what I'd say is I find the deal first. I don't open escrow till I find the cash buyer just because I don't want to pay uh, for the title. That's good. Well said. VAs are revolving doors. Rushkin Eskimo says also, does the inspection period, are we supposed to put a lockbox on the property to let the cash buyer inspect the property or with pictures and virtually, especially on market? So if it's virtual, if it's on market, it's tough. There's already a lockbox on it, but the realtor is going to change it. And I don't want to ruin my relationship with the realtor with that. Um, I would probably give them a lockbox, but sometimes the lockbox is going to change. But yeah, I think you, you will, but you should get inspect. You should get permission from the realtor, though, because there are other showings on the property, especially if it's on market. I like off market better. 
And what I could tell you is like the difference between on market versus off market for wholesaling real estate is you're just going to make more money off market, especially in 2022 for wholesaling real estate. Yes, on market is super sexy. It's the coolest thing ever, right? You just, you have a list of properties. They're all done for you. Call the realtor, get under contract, find a cash buyer. But it says most realtors are just, they're not going to accept an assignment on there and they're going to go nuts at the closing. Even if you double close it, you could theoretically double close it, but I'm telling you, you're really not going to make more than 30, 40, 50 K on these. And the realtors, they're sick of it. If you don't have proof of funds, it's just going to stop you on market. If you have no money, it's the best way possible. And off market, you just get more motivated sellers. You just get better deals after doing this for five plus years, making, making millions of dollars. What I can tell you is on what I can tell you is off market is just way better at the end of the day. I, I can get this. I can do that debate all day. Clockstar says, quick question. I've noticed when I draft for dollars and pick up owner-occupied properties in my area, when I put the deals in my dialer, a lot of them are the federal DNC list. Should I not target them anymore? Clockstar, that is up to you. I know people that still cold call the DNC because it's technically not part of, it's technically outside of TCP, TCPA because you're not soliciting. You're asking if they want to sell it because you're looking to buy it. But again, it's ultimately up to you. This is not legal advice. You seek a seek legal counsel before you do anything. That's what I have to say. Coin the 3M approach to training acquisitions managers. Oh yeah. Michael says, was a bartender for four years. It was the best asset for wholesaling. I treat sellers like they're at my bar. Zach, what are you paying your acquisitions managers? I pay my acquisitions managers roughly around 10%. Telling you, being a bartender, it's one of the best ones out there for wholesaling. And you get paid a lot more than being a bartender. Like you get way, you get paid way more in wholesaling for an acquisitions manager than as a bartender. I promise you. Yeah, so I use Podio and PropStream. Zach, what MJJ Smooth Criminal in the house? What is up? Uh, says Zach, what does it mean when a seller mentions one percent in escrow? Is that another phrase for earnest money? Yeah, usually one percent of the purchase price. So Aaron says, you know, how do you automate Podio and PropStream? You know, how do you automate your business? And at the end of the day, automation's fun and all, but automation comes at a cost sometimes because when you're using Podio and PropStream. You really shouldn't automate those at all. PropStream's outbound marketing and Podio's for qualified leads. You should mainly put them in so you actually have the notes in. That's really what I've seen. Hello, these gurus. These gurus are testing me. Like I, you, you guys think it's funny. It's a joke. It is not a joke. These gurus are legit testing me and I, I ain't going to let them have it, you know? Raymond says, what is your leads to deal ratio and what do you consider a track as a true lead? So leads to deal is really going to depend. I hate saying that, but if you're doing drive for dollars, it's roughly probably going to be a hundred or maybe even 50 to a hundred, depending on the market you're at and how many times you driven for dollars in that area. Uh, cold calling is probably going to be closer to maybe even a thousand, 2000. And then it's honestly a crapshoot what it's going to be after that. You know, fire damage property is going to be different. Probates, it's almost close to 50 to a hundred. You know, it, it's really dependent though. A true lead is someone that's qualified. Yeah, you, you answer the motivation, condition, time frame, price. That's how you figure it out. 
Oops. Justin says, Zach, how long did it take to start implementing the system from where you made your first deal? I did not implement systems in my business until I was making 100K minimum. I was probably at like 300K a year before I actually started implementing that. And that was roughly around two years ago-ish. I would say 18 months is like when I was like completely sort of out of it. I was kind of, I was like still in and out. Roughly right when the panoramic hit, quote unquote, when C19 hit, um, that's kind of where it, it just started delegating off. 100%. Like I, it was pretty much delegated all the way there, but like it, it just got more intense. Anonymous plug says biggest fear is doing a virtual wholesale deal, getting it locked up and having the buyer check out the property just to meet the seller and have him back door. How can I go around that? Just getting locked up and having the buyer check out the property just to meet the seller. And I mean, you're not going to stop a, a really bad cash buyer, but if you have a memorandum, you should be protected. If you have your earnest money, you should be fine. And then you're just going to make sure that cash buyer is never a cash buyer again. I don't really explain that like the hundred percent correct way, uh, but that's sort of what I've seen. Let's see here. Soki baby says I have some foreclosures from the assessor's office. What should I do with them? They're due for auction in March. Foreclosures. I do not like foreclosures. I prefer pre foreclosures. Foreclosures are just a pain in the butt. And especially in wholesaling uh, to get the deal out of auction. Some States, some counties, obviously you can, but for most of them, they're just a pain in the butt. I'm starting my system till I'm at 100K. Perfect. I'm starting over again, Zach. So my mind is a sponge. I love it. Uh, what do you do if your seller wants a 10 day inspection? Negotiate. You know, hey, I do a 10 day inspection, but you got to do this price. Most inspection periods, they're negotiable. So if they just want too much money for the house, get, get a bigger inspection. If they want too little of inspection, you got to get a better price. So at the end of the day, it's like when, like how long should my inspection period be? My personal opinion, I think 30 to 45 days is comfortable for wholesaling real estate if it is a deal. Uh, Keyland says, are realtors selling your deals? Can they sell your deal to pocket investors if the name isn't on the deed? Um, yeah, they could sell the deal to investors. It's still going to be an assignment or double closing. So yeah, that's really... That's wholesaling at the end of the day. They're going to be dispositions agents. Uh, they're not going to be real estate investors. Uh, they're not going to be uh, realtors for me. They're just going to be people that are licensed that are dispositions agents for me. They're not acting as my realtor in that transact or that side of it. Unless they list something, you know. Once you know 100%, would you hire out the lead manager first? No, I would do the marketing people. Are you using SMS? Yes. Okay. Hey, Zach. Are we able to hop on live? Uh, we do that uh, Thursday. We'll start hopping people on uh, Thursday. Kip says, how are you comping properties being the prop stream comps are no longer available? I literally don't even know what you're talking about. Prop stream has the same comps as batch. They're both the same. Who says prop stream has zero comps anymore? That's, oh my gosh. I don't know what gurus you guys are talking about. Like, uh, of course, batch has comps too. Like they both, 
I have no dog in the fight, but when I see something that says prop stream has zero comps, I'm like, what, what, what are you talking about? I, I, I don't know what's going on. I, I, I'm getting comments that say Atlanta's banning wholesaling. Like what, where are you guys coming from? Like, it, oh my gosh. Hey, I saw you mention this already, but where would I find the water shutoff list? The best way to find the water shutoff list is from your local county's uh, utility department. Make sure it's a make sure it's a public utility department. Really, the public utility department is really where I find it. That's what I recommend. And then you just ask for all open water shutoffs in the area. Pull that list, co-call them, get those deals. Uh, Luis says, yes, co-call the water company. Make sure it's public though. Uh, that's really what I've seen. Thank you. I appreciate that. Kevin says, in the Houston, Harris County market recently got batch. Which list from batch would you recommend? Uh, drawing for dollars is going to be the best for Houston. Uh, but I would say, um, I mean, I think high, depends on the marketing. You got to let me know what market you're doing. Because if you're doing cold calling, if you're doing verse drawing for dollars, maybe vacants or tired landlords. It re I, th I think vacants that are not owner-occupied are owner-occupied rentals are going to be pretty good too. Um, it really depends. I think drawing for dollars is going to be your best bet though. I just That's what I've seen in Houston. Uh, let's see. Zach, do you, know, do you ever know how to set up your Podia CRM? Freeholesling.com right here. Boom. Nathaniel says, Hey man, I'm in Colorado and it's super hard to find deals right now. Is it better to try to go out of state? If so, how would I go about doing that? Um, Colorado's fine, man. I, I, are you in Denver? Like, like, let me know where in Colorado. Uh, Hey Zach, can you tell me your thoughts on trusty leads, AKA trusts? I love trust. Wholesaling trusts are fine by me. I'm in Florida. A lot of older people have properties and trusts. It's really not that complicated. If you just go to the mailing address, usually the owner's there. You can skip trace it. It's fine. Uh, wholesaling trusts, I found, is really not that complicated. And they're still really good deals. The same as a person. LLCs are a little different, but I've seen trusts. They're fine. Uh, 5.30 grant on Thursdays. I do the one-on-one -on -one calls. Kevin says, I've looked at lean lists and vacant so far, trying to find my own way to filter out, have a small list to go through. Uh, depends on the lean, but IRS debt lean lists are going to be pretty good. Water shutoffs too. Okay, I'm getting asked if somebody, um, you know, if I'm familiar with this TikToker, I, I'm not going to go endorse something that's going to be five, ten thousand $10,000. So I'm going to ignore that question. It's just because I, I I just don't want to promote someone that sells a, a course. I I, I th those questions I answer every single one on these lives usually, but like I'll just ignore those. Okay, th there's no zero dollar marketing method if you have to pay five ten k to learn it. Okay, it's it's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I've been struggling to get the probates in my area. People in my county office tend to be really difficult. Kevin, you got to keep trying, man. Like it's Harris County, like. I know like four people pulling probates right now. You're, it's, you're not the first one. Uh, what do you think about the central Connecticut market? High ARVs. So you got to be careful with high ARVs. I think it'd be kind of difficult to do. Um, but I mean, go to a lower ARV. I think you're going to be better.
Zach, you're awesome. Well, I'm new to this. I have prop stream and deal machine. Spoke to homeowner and can't find a single comp with a 1.5 mile and the owner will not answer property worth. I'm stuck. Bradley, do a cash flow comp. First of all, Bradley, go through freewholesaling.com. I'm going to say this in the nicest way. You have obviously haven't gone through freewholesaling.com because freewholesaling.com would have told you about the cash flow comp method where you basically you figure out what rentals are in the area. It's a lot easier. You would have gone through the actives with it. And then lastly, you just you got to give him a really low ball offer. Offer to buy the property for a dollar. If he says yes, you bought a property for a dollar. If he says no, let him counter, right? At the end of the day, a lot of people complicate comping. I really don't know why. If you lowball enough, you're going to land at a good deal. Especially if motivation's there. I love this video. Thanks, Grant. I appreciate it. Uh, how does a realtor get compensated if they bring me an end cash buyer? Do I need to make any change to the assignment? Yes, the assignment's going to add. The realtor's going to get paid a certain dollar amount. Usually maybe five grand, 10 grand, whatever you choose. Um, that's really like what, where I'd say. It's text a thousand batch got zero applies. What's up? Uh, Grant, what's the delivery rate? Okay. Uh, Luis, I just broke down the infrastructure. Uh, watch the replay on this. Uh, Muhammad says, Hey Zach, thank you for all you do. I'm from New York, starting virtual wholesale, joined a lot of groups. I've been in a lot of scams lately, people stealing deals and how to verify who, who doing business with. That's why I got to be wholesaling houses for real time right now. That is the only Facebook group I would personally be in unless you're trying to find cash buyers. Um, I'll tell you right now, wholesaling houses for real right here. Boom. Wholesaling houses for real. The ultimate mastermind for wholesaling real estate. Go on here, hop on and learn. I'm telling you. Wholesaling houses for real. I'll put it in the comment section so you guys hop on there. It is one of the fastest growing Facebook groups for wholesaling real estate uh, because I ain't selling. Um, Kevin says, also my cousin recently became a realtor and wants to work with me. How would we first approach on getting an on-market property? I don't believe realtors in Texas can be the seller and buyer agent, so I should double close instead. Uh, are you think you might be talking about dual agency, but I have to look at the laws one more time for Texas. Uh, but yeah, seller and buyer agent. Yeah, I don't think you can do dual agency in Texas. Let me look up the dual agency states really quick. Uh, dual agency basically is you can't list a property and also be the buyer's agent on it. Uh, let's, do, let's do dual agency states. Uh, let's see. Alaska, Colorado, Florida, Kansas, Oklahoma, Texas. Okay, perfect. Yeah, Texas is a no. I would use it to get MLS comp, so I think it'd be a pretty good one. Uh, Marvin says, hey, Zach, can you share some of your acquisition KPIs? So my top KPIs for acquisitions is going to be how many appointments you go on how many leads you have. So leads to appointments and how many appointments it is for a deal. And then the average profit for a deal per deal. Acquisitions managers aren't cold calling. They're not doing dispo. That's really what they have to be focusing on. And also follow-ups I'd add on there. Those are my top acquisitions KPIs. Um, have you ever heard of HiveMind? Uh, yes. Is this class every Tuesday? Uh, I mean, I just do live stream, so I guess so. Hey, Zach, I've done my first deal, but having a hard time finding the next one. I make a ton of cold calls a day. 
uh, what's a better way. The best way to get more deals, especially when you're cold calling, is to get better niched out niched out lists. Trying for dollars, government lists, which are like the probates, code violation, fire damage properties. They're all on freeholstling.com. But that is definitely like if you're getting sick of your cold calling and you're struggling to get your second deal, be going hard on the government list and the drying for dollars. Chico says, how many calls before you get a deal? One call or a million calls? At the end of the day, you know, you're asking how many calls till I get a deal? It's really dependent on how hard you want to work and how lucky you are. Of course, sometimes it goes to luck. But if you're asking that question, I can tell you right now, you haven't called enough people. So get on your butt, start calling and create your own KPI of how many, how many calls before I get a deal. I've seen roughly maybe 400 drawing for dollars. But you got to understand that I came up to the numbers because that's how many leads it usually takes for I get a deal. Some people's 500, some people it's 200. It's really depending on how good of a caller you are and what kind of skip tracing you're using. Hopefully that answers your question. Uh, Armani, what's up Armani? Armani says, how many VAs do you have for cold calling? How many for SMS campaign and how many for list polling? So roughly it's going to be two cold calling, one for SMS, but they're probably going to do uh, cold calling on top of that. And then list polling is going to be one. MJJ Smooth Criminal says, also, does it mean when a seller mentions 1% escrow? Uh, all right, already wrote that one. I already answered that one. Zeb, what is up? Hey, Zach, I have a deal under contract for 35000 asking 40 Investors are only willing to pay twenty-five for that deal. And I've had multiple people out look at it. What should I do? Uh, get a price reduction. If multiple cash buyers have bid it in the most is at 25, you just locked it up for too much money. Not the end of the deal. Not the end of the world. My recommendation is you get a price reduction from the seller. Say, hey, Mr. Seller, sorry, but I can't buy at this price. I definitely overpaid for this one. I'm going to have to be around $20,000. Let him talk. Get at 20, make 5K on the deal. That'd be my recommendation. They probably meant the 12 states option was not sold data for comping. Uh, Non-disclosure states have not have much sold info in the public records. Yeah, Phil, I understand that. But what I'd tell you is uh, option was estimates and they're the same exact ones. Um, I was actually working on video for it. I, I can literally show you. Like, let me show you one example. I actually have this. This is kind of funny. I was working. I was actually working on a video on this um, before. I was actually I was recorded it before this. So here we got batch. Here's just a quick example. 163214. Let's pop this up really quick. Uh, this is this, this is an example of PropStream just being um, terrible. You know, the worst thing in the world for uh, non-disclosure. This is a joke. So look, you got Hamilton Road, right? This is uh, January uh, 9th. Sale amount, 76,726, right? Batch is the king of everything, right? I, I'm these gurus drive me crazy. Like they, they'll choose one. I have both. I promote both of them because they're both going to do the same thing. So let's write this down. Let's do, let's do the quick math. This is where like no person on YouTube really talks about this. Um, sale amount 67,68,726, right? These are estimates. Okay. They're going to estimate this. All right. Now we're going to go to prop stream, right? For the end, before the world ends, right? What do we got here? Prop stream, same number. 
I'm telling you guys, like, and, and they're both estimates to a point, but they're both estimating based on the square footage and the mortgage amount and reverse from the deposit that they put down on it. They're both estimating it uh, pretty much. Batch does claim they have MLS access, so maybe they're not. But from what I've seen, uh, Batch and uh, PropStream have the same identical estimated values or the same, sorry, the same exact sold prices. So that's honestly what I've seen. So they're both pretty much the same. When someone goes screams out that everything says everything's bad or because this and this, because you probably just listen to a guru blindly and they're giving you false information every single time. I look at it objectively, okay? I, I, I'm serious. I, I, it's, I don't understand it. Uh, Derek says, when wholesaling virtually, do you need to register your business with that state? Technically, no. Um, that is a technical term. It would be no on that one. Is tax delinquent a good list for my first deal? Tax delinquency is really good. If you can cold call it enough, then sure. Uh, that tax lien, that's a great one to do. You actually pull that list from the clerk of the court, and usually there's a filter in there. You can do it, or like listrei.com, you can go and pull it there. Uh, not as plugged. Do you think $8 for a VA is too expensive for wholesaling? I think eight bucks is a little, it's pushing it. Um, I've seen six, seven, eight dollars is like if they're doing acquisitions. I think that's a little too high if they're doing cold calling though. All righty. Ashley says, Zach, are you following up with the nose? And also, do you have an LLC in each state that you are virtual? So, uh, I'm trying to read this. All right. So, yes, I follow up with the nose by just sending more marketing to that no. The yes is obviously get taken out. Uh, no, I have the same LLC. You got to register it though. But um, if I do a lot of deals. Aaron says, what do you think about the Kansas City market? Great market. Um, I, I think it's a pretty good one. The Missouri side is a little better than the Kansas side, but uh, th that's really what I've seen. Twissia is calling me, not even Rick. You're calling me by another name. I'm not going to answer that one. You got to call me by my name, man. My, my name does not start with a J. Uh, how do you recommend wording telling the seller that you're wholesaling their house? Should I say I work with a group of investors and may take the deal? So how do you recommend wording the seller that you're wholesaling their house? So Michael says, how do you recommend wording the seller that you're wholesaling their house? What should I say? I work with a group of investors and may take the deal. So Michael, there's two approaches. Hey, Mr. Seller, I'm going to put your property under contract and then try to sell it for somebody for the highest bid. That person's going to be the one actually selling your house. Hey, can I put under contract for this price, you're going to be out of business real quick. Most of the time, you got to go out those, hey, me and my partner are looking to buy houses. Then that partner can buy the property. You're pretty much still upfront with it. That would be the way I'd approach it. Hey, man, I'm a Toledo and I failed in the past, but I'm determined to make it work. Let's get it. Craig says, have you ever tried a website SEO to funnel leads? I've seen some services that offer for a monthly fee, but not sure if it's worth the investment compared to direct mail. Cold calling, just curious if you ever tried whether your ROI is worthwhile. The ROI is not worthwhile when I've done it. 
Think about why these SEO people are doing it. These are not wholesalers. These are just people looking to give you, they see us wholesalers making money and they're trying to get it. I'm telling you, I have never seen a good ROI with Facebook ads or SEO, especially in a scalable space. The expense of that just keeps going up. They're just trying to make a fee off of you. I'm telling you right now, at the end of the day, it's almost as expensive as direct mail and it's just not worth it. Nine times out of 10, I do not recommend SEO. I just never have. I've tried it plenty of times. I've tried to make it work. I promise you. It's just not as sexy as like you're trying to make this like it's drop shipping and it's not. Uh, sub, two, sub two deal says, hey, Zach, great job. Love your teaching. I appreciate that. Uh, delivery is 100% with DLC. I would go contact uh, Batch and ask. Like that, That's what I would do. That's my opinion. Muhammad says, thank you. Uh, Randy says, Zach, does your contract work in New York? No. Get a lawyer for New York. You cannot in Texas. Yeah, you can't uh, do dual agency there. Marvin says, can you share acquisitions numbers? Minor 50 leads to a contract. What are yours? Thanks, man. Appreciate that, Marvin. I mean, it's probably closer to like seven leads for a contract for me. But again, now we're kind of getting the a screaming match of what's a lead versus what. Your definition of lead is 100% different than mine. I'm telling you, if you get to the nitty gritty at the end of the day, 50 leads to a contract is terrible. For most people, that's average, but that's terrible for me. Now, this is not ego talking. If you have 50 people say, hey, I want to sell my property. I have a legit motivation for selling it. And when can I meet you at the house? If you have 50, that's terrible. Your definition of lead is way different. REI, San Antonio list, cannot find the RIA. Uh, DM me and I'll help you. Like, it, it, there's plenty of people out there. We use acquisitions here in Houston for direct mail. Awesome. Jose says, okay, so can I add the realtor's name to that line in the assignment contract and then they pay the end buyer just signs like, yep, that's it. What script trace are you using? I'm using batch. Uh, should you record a memorandum of agreement wholesaling to protect your deal? And I'm not a big fan of recording memorandums of it just because it's an added step. Also, you're technically cutting title at that point. So I only say record memorandums unless you can actually prove in a court of law that you actually have the funds to buy that property by yourself or have a hard money or private money to do it. Um, I just don't want you guys to get legally in trouble when you put a memorandum and then you go to court and then you're like, well, I don't have a hundred thousand in my bank account. That, that, that memorandum is null and void at that point. Um, th that's honestly what I've seen. Now we can do it on my business because I mean, we, we have the funds on it, like especially liquid funds uh, to do it in, in the bank account. So where can I find a good VA for cold calling upwork.com. So yeah, you're asking like, where do you find the best VAs? Upwork.com is the best. I know onlinejobs.ph is pretty good. I would avoid the people like hitting you up on Facebook groups for VA services. They're desperate because they're not finding good work. Uh, that's really where I would say you find the best VAs for cold calling, SMS, really finding cash buyers for wholesaling real estate. Aaron says, should I pull one list at a time and go through that? 
then pull more or just pull at once. Um, pull one list at a time. Make sure it's government lists. That's probably what, what I'd say. Hi, Zach. What are your formula for comping in upstate New York? Uh, I'd probably say 80%. Um, depends how cheap, but you're rough. You're sometimes 75 is some of the cheaper areas. What do you think of Plaque Mines, Baton Rouge? Baton Rouge, great market still. Um, Armani says, does your marketing manager cold calling or are they strictly focused? Uh, they are doing cold calling also. How do you deal with seller questioning the assignment and also the fee? Nicholas, you're, you're most likely saying this because you actually don't have a seller questioning it. You're sort of scared if they do. I promise you the, when you do it, sellers really don't question it. Now, if they do, then you question them. You know, Are you concerned that you are getting the price that you agreed to sell it for? You, the, sellers really don't care. They sign an agreement to sell it for a price and then they get that. Craig says, thank you for the answer, Zach. I was listening to the podcast, looked up sites in my local area. It seems like the major winner was selling the SEO service. It was the company selling it. Just your expert opinion. I, they're selling it for a reason. How do I do a contract with a lawyer, Zach? Uh, you got to find a wholesaling friendly lawyer and explain it from there. And you just got to go call up and find it. Facebook groups are probably the best. It's like finding a cash buyer at the end of the day or a good title company. Got to call around and see and ask. How many uh, how many calls should your cold callers make a day? Um, really depends on the list and the delivery rate. I would say at least five to six hours a day. Uh, Sasha says, "Where do you find contract templates for my clients when wholesaling, and what about closing costs?" What would I have to pay out of pocket because an investor doesn't want to pay it? So let's kind of go through one and one and one here. Uh, the best contracts for your sellers for wholesaling is at freewholesaling.com. Got my free contract there, my purchase and sale, and the free assignment of contract. The best assignment of contract on the internet, telling you freewholesaling.com helps you protect yourself from a greedy cash buyer. Now, closing costs are going to be paid by the buyer. And then you would have to pay out of pocket if you open the escrow. That's why I would not open the escrow there. Uh, the gins are the best. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, I joined the Facebook group today. Will I be accepted in? Don't be crying. I mean, it it takes maybe a day or two to get it through. But yeah, just got to filter half the bots out of it. But yeah, I love the gin family. Thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate that. Uh, how many leads a month do you recommend pulling in order to do one deal a month consistently? Um, I'd probably say 50 to 100. Sorry, 50 to a deal, 25 to a contract. Our definition is anybody who's willing to hear a bid. See that, see that, Marvin, I'm not hating on you. See, that makes a lot more sense, right? Like your definition of lead and mine are going to be different. If someone's to hear a bit, obviously, um, but I'm not going to put that into a lead category. It'd be someone to follow up with. But yeah, um, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Do you ask your cold callers to filter for more? No, I have acquisitions people do that. Uh, Sasha says, also, 
Uh, how do you calculate what to charge for your wholesaling fee when you find a homeowner? Uh, so I get this question asked a lot, you know, how much should my assignment fee be? You know, how, how much should I charge the seller? Um, at the end of the day, your assignment fee is dependent on the amount of motivation that seller has. That's really what I've seen. So if you got a really good deal, make 50. If it's not a really good deal, make a thousand. You have to make it a win-win to your seller. If it's not a win-win and the seller's not happy, you end up, the seller's probably not going to sign the deed over. So what your fee should be is the most you can sell to a cash buyer for. Get the price, get the best price with the seller, then get the best with the cash buyer, and that's what your fee is going to be. Bid it up for the lowest with the seller and the highest with the buyer. That's what your fee is going to be. I've done a thousand dollar deals this year, and I've done a hundred thousand dollar plus deals this year. It really depends on the motivation and how much help the seller needs. Uh, Zach, bro, thank you for introducing me to this virtual wholesaling super newbie. I need to do this all myself on the cheap. I've watched some of your videos and I'm trying to piece it all together. What's the best way to hit the ground running and make sure I'm covering myself and making sure I'm not messing up paperwork and whatnot? Um, let's see. Just go through freewholesaling.com. Like that'd be my opinion here. Wholesaling with agents, a good idea. Sure. If it's on market, probably not though. What's up, Zach? <clears throat> what is up, bro? Getting asked here, what's the, what's the website you said again for the contracts? Um, wholesaling real estate. There was no lease options on there uh, as of right now. 50 to 100 leads. I think what you're saying is a qualified leads. I meant how many record records pulled a month. I assume 10,000 records convert one deal. Dude, it depends. I'll pull 20,000, you know, to get one deal. My average deal is 50 though. So people are willing to pull more to do. It just, as the economies of scale, you have to pull more leads if your average deal is, is bigger. And if it's smaller, you have to pull less leads. I did 13 deals last year. I'm looking to grow from here. I'm only did SMS, but now underperforming. Going to do cold calling. I'll do it uh, myself so I get it consistent and flow deals. Perfect. Zach, how do I find the probate and water shutoff list? Go to freewholesaling.com. You find the probate from the clerk of the court, do it online or in person. And the water shutoff list is from the utility department. Thank you, of course. What's easier, wholesaling houses or land? I think wholesaling houses is easier just because you can do more of them. Wholesaling land is more simple. Boom, it's land, right? Uh, but what I've seen in my personal opinion, though, is houses you just make more money doing. Land, I love it. It sounds sexier but there's a lot less land deals than wholesaling deals, especially in a city. So I would say both. Samra, what is up? Do you do on-market deals? Rarely. We're not big fans of them, Aaron. Uh, just because you get 50K average off market. The on-market's way not, it's not even close. Uh, why do you hate doing business in New York State, Zach, LOL? Well, it's an attorney state. So you're going to have to have an attorney sign a contract in an attorney state like New York, you're going to have two attorneys. You actually can't go there, sign a contract in person. You have to have attorneys write that contract up. It makes it a lot more difficult. There's a lot more regulation in New York state and the ARVs are pretty much sky high if you're outside of upstate New York. It's a pretty good uh, recipe and taxes are insane. Ed says, after you put a deal under contract, how do you manage multiple cash buyers from fiscal looking at the seller's property without turning the seller off? Uh, that's the point. You get your best cash buyers in there first. Uh, I'm telling you right now. Uh, so I max will put, if it's an owner-occupied house, two cash buyers. 
sometimes three if I'm having a hard time. But really the best way I can tell about turning the seller off is you have to have your cash buyer be basically already committed to selling the property. I'm telling you, right, they have to be committed to buying the property for, so the cash buyer, blah, blah, blah. The cash buyer has to be committed, hands down committed to buy the property before they walk through it. That's going to change it for you. Aaron says, do you recommend doing uh, PPC marketing? I heard uh, the KPI is a lot better. I do not recommend uh, PPC. I, I kind of said that before. Uh, Imperial Housing says, I am also 22, getting married in three months. What would you recommend I do in Minnesota market? I have great buyers and many strong relationships uh, where I sell deals even before. All right, see next message. Is it better for me to pull government list, which is a pain uh, list to see more effective conversion rates in Minnesota? I do Twin Cities and surrounding suburbs. Uh, a lot of leads to pull. Uh, government list is better. It's a pain in the butt, which is good, which means other wholesalers won't be willing to do that. That's why I like government lists. They're a pain in the butt to pull. The probates, water shutoffs, code violations, uh, tax liens, IRS debt lien lists. I love the list because it's a pain in the butt, which means the other wholesalers in your area are not willing to do that work. Again, this brings me down to one of my favorite quotes about pulling lists. To get results that others don't, you have to do what others won't. Say it one more time. To get results that others don't, you have to do what others won't. So other people won't pull that list because it's a pain in the butt, like you're saying. That means there's going to be less competition in there. It's amazing. It's perfect. What about Philadelphia? Uh, I have been hearing you can't wholesale anymore. You can wholesale in Philadelphia. You might have to get a $200 license in there, but it's not being enforced at all. Um, I would legally tell you to get a $200 license, I guess, if you had a wholesale in Philadelphia, but just do the county and just go outside of it. You could still do it. I don't like the term you can't. You can. You just got to do one extra hoop. Yo, Zach, I start with Batch Dialer, and there's a huge delay before me or the seller can hear each other. Do you use Batch Dialer? Um, why not do you use Mojo? LOL. Brandon, I use Batch Dialer. I don't really have a problem with it. Um, are you using Twilio numbers? Like, you just got to let me know. Um, yeah. I need help. I'm currently cold calling Lily right now, and I get connect barely every 30 minutes. What am I doing wrong? Uh, you probably spam likely on it. Also, Brandon, if you want to use, test Mojo out, like I use whatever dialer you want, but like I use Zach dialer just because it's the cheapest for me and I can do as many lines as I want. I mean, Mojo's clunky for us. So you test both of them, man. What do you think about wholesaling in Cali? Cali's interesting. Um, I, I think the Valley is probably the best in California to be wholesaling. That, that's honestly what I've seen. I keep getting asked this question. You know, why don't you recommend PPC? I, I just said that, um, answer this one. Jordan, you do PPC, spend 10 grand, get zero deals, and then get back to me. I, I'm done. Everybody thinks PPC is the sexiest thing ever until they actually pay a bunch of money. I'm about broke even on Facebook ads and PPC. It's a never ending cycle. You have to, oh, literally, you have to constantly update it. You have to work 
hours every single week actually updating it, getting the newest, there's new algorithm update, you're screwed. I'm telling you, I get asked this question. Majority of the time that when people ask me this question is because they've never done it before. Do it and get back to me. This is the same exact thing about door knocking. Zach, why don't you tell everyone to door knock? Go door knock for 10 hours and get back to me and tell me if I if that was good advice or not. I'm telling you right now, it's a whole different animal once you start doing it. And the I, I've also seen the only people that talk really good about PPC are the people that are selling you a PPC course, a PPC service, or just a, I will get you leads. It's never the people actually doing it. Sometimes it is, but most of the time, if someone's saying good about it, it's because they're trying to sell you a service. Using just a free Google Voice dialer and cold calling government list is where most people have to be doing. People think you got to spend five grand to learn PPC is going to be the, the change of your life. It's really not. Uh, Adon, Adonia um, says, let's see here. Is there any way to pull this for free slash online without going anywhere? Uh, you can look at the clerk of the court online and go to public records. That's what I'd say. The real question is why don't you want to go somewhere to pull it? So Cody says, is wholesaling a condo the same as a single family house? What would be the ideal buyer? The only difference between a condo really and a house is going to be the homeowners association or the building manager there. Uh, they can be the pain, they can be a pain in the butt. I'm telling you right now. Uh, so I would be sort of careful with that um, because some HOAs won't allow corporations to buy it. So an ideal buyer would be someone who wants to buy it, renovate it, resell it, or someone if the ROI works for a condo to rent it out. Um. These government lists, do you pull the traditional way you just preached or would you trust a third-party service for tax liens? Uh, I don't trust a third-party service. The only service, like maybe like uh, Batch, you know, to pull liens or something uh, or like listri.com. Sure, they're fine. They're pulling it from the public records though. Third-party services are never good. The traditional way, that's why VAs pull it for me. Aaron says, what do you... Uh, Double close in states that require license on getting license um, in states that require you to get a license. Yes, a hundred percent. I might get in trouble for saying, you know, double close Oklahoma is fine. Um, Illinois is a different animal. Illinois, theoretically, the way the gurus say it, no, you can't double close in Illinois. You actually go to people who are double closing it. Fine. Real estate commission is not going after these people because technically that is a loophole if you are double closing it but I'm not going to say that's what I recommend. I would say get legal counsel before you do it. Uh, but people are double closing in all the states. And I'm just telling you, um, it, th there's there's ways around the Illinois law. I'm not going to get into it because these gurus are trying to hammer me and I'm not lending it. Uh, this is a new number. It's not marked as spam. What list are you pulling? What's your skip tracing? I need, are you using a dialer? Like I, I got to understand Google voice. I need more details on it. Uh, best way to comp a duplex, triplex without similar comparables. Uh, Andreas would be cash flow comps. So figure out what the cash flow on the deal is going to be. Divide that by 1%. 
that's roughly going to be uh, the value of the house. So if it's getting $1,000 per month on both sides, which is $2,000, 2,000 divided by 1% is $200,000, roughly the value. Plus or minus, obviously, it's a very, very rough if you have to, uh, but cash flow is going to be the best way to do it. Also, ask your cash buyers what their ROI they want to do. Um, if their ROI, their return on investment wants to be 14% um, after cash flow, their cash on cash, well, do the percent yourself. <coughs> Imperial Housing says, I'm also doing Alameda, Oakland Market in California. Is that a good or bad market? Did marketing there for a month. Got a small profit margin deal right now, but tough situation with the tenants staying. Um, Oak, Oakland's a good market. You know, so the RVs get a little crazier there, but there's definitely people doing wholesaling deals there. Um, it's not like a great market, but I would call it decent. That's the best way I could really describe it. Don't do PBC. I spent 12K and got zero deals. Well, I look at that as the way you you made someone about $8,000 in profit. That's pretty cool, right? The guy selling the PPC, right? Um, I'm seeing the same thing. I just wanted to hear your opinion. I've done it before, but I had to cut it off due to cash flow issues that the channel had to flip a property to have a, uh, with that channel, I had to flip a property to have a better ROI. Jordan, I'm telling you, right? Like I, I'm just saying it. The, P, the people pushing the PPC are the ones trying to sell you on it, okay? Attack me for wanting to sell you guys on using Google Voice to cold call government list and drive for dollars. You know, I'm working for Exxon Mobil over here. They're the ones secretly giving me millions of dollars to tell you guys to use gas money to go drive for dollars, right? Like, I, I do I have a drive for dollars course? Like, I do, but it's free, freeholesling.com. It's, oh my gosh, drives me crazy. Um, drawing for dollars list. Yes. I'm using a single line dialer, um, Google voice. Like, let me know the dialer. Hey Zach, got a quick question. I have a motivated seller that's looking to sell the property. They asking for five twenty five. I asked him what's the lowest it'd go. They asked me to give them a price. Um, well, they're asking for five twenty five. You asked them what the lowest. So it's five twenty five. I don't know. Like, here's the question, man. Like, you can give me this question. The, the problem is I want to give you the best answer and I, legitimately in my heart, I want to. You got to tell me what's the repairs? What are the comps looking like? Like, I, I what's your MAO? Like, I, it's hard for me to answer it if I don't have that. Uh, make sure you go through freeholesling.com and kind of break it down. I did research on the properties around the area. There's someone for, see, thank you. Okay. Um, 495 to 510. I'm just wondering, should I try to talk them down or call them back some months later? Yeah, talk them down. Bro, if they're selling, if you can sell that for 490 and get it under contract for 500, you make 10K. So yeah, bring them down the lowest price. I would never just say, I'll talk to them in a couple months. You got to get them down. If they're motivated enough, get under contract and get that deal sold. Uh, Benjamin says, what do you think about clouding titles to the county to secure a deal? Benjamin, that is a risky business, man. Uh, clouding title can be, considered slander of title if you cannot actually close on the property yourself that could get into the criminal aspect of it um you probably not go to jail but like you'll probably get sued like pretty hard especially from the seller if they have grounds on it um 
it's not like that's not what I'm be recommending. Derek says, "Hey Zach, uh, what type of marketing has been the most successful for your company? What would you consider a consistent deal flow? Um, 10k a month in profit? What, what I would say the most successful marketing would be cold calling right now, uh, and technically probates. Are you licensed at all, or will you ever get one, Aaron? No, I will not, and most likely never in my life." Um, if Florida makes me, I'll have my acquisitions manager become licensed. There's a huge liability in it and we'll break it down a little more in this week. I'm, I'm kind of excited to bring that topic up. Let's see here. I did a research of properties that the area. All righty. Jocelyn says my clerk of the court. Um, my clerk of the court asks for a citation number when looking for public record online. How do I get the citation number I'm trying to pull to find a property? Justin, you got to go in person and ask them for the list. Um, yeah, online is going to be, they're making a pain in the bottom line. That's why you got to go in person and request it. Is it best to JV for your first wholesaling deal? No, um, I don't recommend it. And a lot of people send us JV deals at www.flipwithwork.com slash JV. Um, I know a lot of people send us those deals uh, for the first ones, but I still recommend you'll probably get the most money if you do it by yourself. I'm using Batch Dialer call support. Trust me, they're very good and they'll help you out. There's probably a setting issue you got or uh, there's something that's wrong with it. Just call them, they'll help you out. Uh, what's your SMS texting campaign KPIs, cost per lead, leads per deal? Uh, honestly, what I've seen, the cost per lead, probably close to a grand. And then leads per deal, it's probably close to 15 to 20. Like they're legit. Um, that's what I'd say. So it's, it's probably going to cost me like four grand to get a deal on SMS. But again, my average deal is 50 K. So like you sort of have to look at it like that, Aaron. Uh, so Sasha says I'm from upstate New York. Would you recommend virtual wholesaling? No, regular wholesaling upstate New York. It is worth it. A hundred percent. I promise you upstate New York is actually a really good market. Bro, I love that you were that that we are the same age and I've had the right people in life to get you up there and you do this for free. I was all self-taught and look and it took me longer to get where I am. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. I appreciate the kind words. Uh, I just got a buyer who's an iBuyer. These gurus be lying when it comes to dealing with iBuyers. Dude, iBuyers are great. Um some are a little sketchy. But like most of buyers are fine. Um, they make them seem like they're that most, most gurus see, make them seem out like they're the, they're the devil, but like some, some of them are not good. Um, but some are happy to buy from you for assignments. If they're okay with the assignment, then they're fine. It's a lot of different eye buyers out there. Uh, but they're, they're not that bad. I just, a lot of the gurus are literally in one market in the United States. So that's their sole experience where like 2% of the population is. So their little bubble is they think the entire market for wholesaling. It is not. And iBuyers are pretty bad in that specific pocket. iBuyers are fine throughout the entire country. That's what I've seen. Steven, what is up? Says, Zach, how do I go about making an offer on a house that is a few weeks ago from foreclosure auction? The seller gave me a good price since he has equity. Of course, the seller give you a good price. Now they're going to auction, right? Yeah. 
sellers will only usually deal with a wholesaler at the last possible moment. If you're in Florida and there's already a four uh, closure auction already done, either you find a buyer that can close like that quick to stop the foreclosure because you're in Florida, you, you usually can. Um, unfortunately, it's, it's too late. That's how most sellers are. Uh, so you're probably not going to be able to close it. Uh, but I would try to find a buyer that will buy it that quick or if you can double close it that quick. Unfortunately, man, that's what I've seen. If you become an agent, do you have to pay a broker when you wholesale? Uh, no, but your broker, you have a broker and they say yes, and then you have to pay them. That's why it's important to find a broker that's wholesaling friendly. B&R Millionaire says, thanks for the information. Also, uh, have one quick question. How can I get an expired listing from real estate agencies? Um, I usually get them from like profstreamlistrei.com. That's kind of where like I'd be recommending that. Um, uh, what do I mean? Do I submit the offer to the someone from the bank or to the seller? You would submit that to the seller because the auction hasn't happened already. If the bank has the deed though, then to the bank, but it's, uh, you that offer probably won't pass underwriting. Uh, BNR 2 million says, thanks for the, in or answer that one. Uh, Raul says, what markets do you usually wholesale other than Florida? Uh, North Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, and then usually those. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut at those. Um, some South Carolina, but not really too much anymore. Um, I'd probably say those specifically. And I do JVs all over the country at www.flipwithurk.com slash JV. I'll write that in there again. www.flipthrook.com slash JV. Uh, would you consider going virtual in Minnesota? Um, would you ever consider partnership in a way where I being the boots on the ground and knowing the market well? Um, I would not do it with you. Uh, partnerships is a very, 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 very interesting thing. Uh, no, if you want JV, you can send it to our team. Um, but yeah, uh, you're better off doing it by yourself. You know, send us deals. We we'll help you out with it. Um, that's kind of roughly like what, what I'd say with that one though. Northern New Jersey is interesting. Um, most of the ARVs are a tad too high for my liking, but it really does depend. Uh, Southern's a lot better just because you have better ARVs down there and a little more wholesaling friendly. Obviously, the ARV is going to greatly define if it's going to be a good wholesaling drone or not. Astorgio says, I'll hit the like button. Awesome. Appreciate that. Yep. Great. I'm in Georgia. Awesome. Aaron says, what's your opinion on the SMS 10 DLC stuff? Uh, first time I used it all, five numbers got paused for three days after 600 text. Should I try not to use it if I'm maintaining an 80% delivery rate without it? You got to, you got to explain this, man. Like, like I'm going to be honest with you. So you did it. You got it. All five numbers got paused for three days after 600 texts. Should I just not 
use it if I'm maintaining 80% delivery rate. Use it, man. Why did you get paused? There's definitely a reason for that. Was the delivery rate fine? Because I, if you're not getting a good response, then that might be your issue too. I th that's why I would contact whoever you're using for your SMS and ask them. I, I, I the problem is I, I can answer your wholesaling questions, but I can't be your customer service agent. That that's the one thing I could tell you. If you contact the person you're using, oh, you know, Mojo's not working for me. I would contact Mojo and ask them why. If they don't give an answer, then I'll help you. But you have to contact the people that are using the software for. Oh, PropStream isn't working. Thank you. Thank you for the more information, Aaron. See, this is what I'm asking. The batch support said the carriers pushed it because too many people replied with end and stop or quit. Well, I need to know what your script... like. Your script's probably not, you probably didn't use a question in the script. That'd be my opinion. If you do not use a unique question like we use on the scripts at smszack.com, that's probably most likely. Your delivery rate doesn't get, the delivery rate doesn't guarantee you have success in SMS. It's mostly the replies. If you're asking questions like, hey, is this the, you know, Strzok residence question mark? You're going to do a lot better than, hey, I'm a local buyer in the area. Press, uh, press, uh, whatever. I use your scripts. Okay. Well, I guess you should just quit, Aaron. Um, I'm telling you, Aaron, let, what scripts do you use though? Please let me know. Because if you're asking questions with it, you're not going to get hit with the end or stops. Uh, who would you partner with? Uh, and really anyone um, with the flipperthrick.com slash JV though. Yeah. Uh, Kot Koth Bao says, I'm so unmotivated and lost. I've been trying to learn this stuff for two weeks and I can't get leads anywhere. Tried working with agents and they try to take advantage of me being a rookie. Um, I, I'd probably do the off market stuff, man. Like, let me know what market you're in. List sources is prop stream data. Um, Honestly, like what I've seen is list source, I think actually has probably slightly better data. The problem is, is at 25 cents a lead, it's just not worth it. I, honestly, that, that's what I've seen. Hey, Zach, I'm looking at my first deal. Unfortunately, I'm in Cali. Should I focus virtual? Uh, Drez, let me know where in Cali. SoCal could work. Um, all right, so... So Aaron, like, all right, I'm just gonna, these are terrible. These are not the scripts I, I've said. This is why I'm asking it. So I'm saying this in the nicest way. Hi, is this Zach question mark? So you're going to have to use some different names, to get better delivery rates. So one thing is, Hey, is this the last name residence? Unfortunately, when I give out a script, I tell people, please don't use that script because then Everyone else is going to use that script. It's not going to look good. You have to get more unique of it. So it'd be like, uh, I, I recommend, another thing I would recommend too, Aaron, is when you're using the spinner tokens, make sure you have at least like eight or nine of them. Hey, hi, hello, what's up? How you're doing? Howdy. Like all of it. Is this the blank residence? Uh, hey, hi, hello on the bot on the second one. 
I would get rid of that. That's just done to death. Uh, I would do, I would switch that up to, Hey, uh, it'd be like, howdy or whatever. I was actually in the neighborhood or I was driving around the neighborhood and I had a quick question about blank. Are you the owner of doesn't, it, it, you have to get a little more better now with it. You have to invoke interest. And if you're not invoking interest in that, in especially that ad copy, it's not going to go well. Hey, I saw something interesting about 123 Main Street. Can I ask you a question? Question mark. You start asking the question marks. Um, it's going to be better. So uh, yeah, your delivery rates are going to be good. The problem with the Tenel DLC is they, they need replies. Um, so what I could tell you is you have to just invoke curiosity every single time. The problem is, I just Aaron, here's another issue. I gave you those. Now everyone's going to be using them, and now you can't even use those anymore because I have thousands of people watching this. I, I'm telling you this. Use your own script in your head. Get really creative because your brain, the way you think, is going to be different than mine and then everyone else's. So think of a reply that's really creative. It's going to get a yes. Um, don't do something like, hey, I'm your long-lost lover. Give me a, 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 um, from high school. And then, you know, is this Todd? That, of course you're going to get replies. That's not going to be too, that's, that's a little too extreme. Uh, but you just, you really have to get creative with SMS. It's getting harder and harder. That's basically every marketing channel. So you got to get way more creative. I'm always one step ahead of my competition just because you got to get really creative. Um, MJJ Smooth Criminal says, how many deals should I have? How many days should I have between your inspection period and closing day? I like inspection period being a day before or the day of closing day. Just in case. What's up? Uh, hello, Zach. Any recommendations on who I could go to to find the averages of the foreclosure property that's been sold? I mean, do you buy a list? So find the average the average sold price of the foreclosed properties that'd be public data. I'm pretty sure. Let me know market again. Um, how long has this been live? I think an hour 42. I'm three deals in I'm new to, but I also have sales skills from prior business. Awesome. So if you're in Riverside, it's going to be hard. Um, trying to think here. So if, if you're in SoCal, Riverside, trying for dollars, government lists are kind of getting hit really hard there. Um, I would probably do 50-50 approach, honestly. I'd stick to trying for dollars, honestly, but it's getting tougher in SoCal. So 50-50, 50 percent of your time dedicated into SoCal right there, Inland Empire, and then 50 in a virtual market and see which one does better. Montana's interesting. South Carolina's, South Carolina's probably the best one out of all those. So Montana, South Carolina, Kansas, Idaho, South Carolina's the best. You got Greenville, which is probably one of my favorite markets. Um, so I do that. 
Besides government lists, do you pull any other pain lists from Batch? Uh, where do you get it? Skip trace. 15 a lead is a lot when I'm doing 10,000 plus leads. So we're closer to 13, even 12 cents. And then could get better ones with Batch, obviously. Uh, but you get better. You get, I mean, you get skip tracing cheaper. Obviously, the, the more you spend or the better tier. So whatever with that. Um, you could always, I, it depends on how many leads you're pulling. Uh, but I would say I would keep government. So pain lists are probably going to be tired landlords. Uh, that's more of a prop sheet list. I use pre probates government lists are technically probates. I'd say drawing for dollars really is going to be like the top one outside of that outside of government lists. So if you want to pay 15 cents, use truepeoplesearch.com. Either you pay for it or you got to spend the time doing it. Either you pay, either you got to spend your money or spend your time with the skip tracing. <coughs> uh, I'm new. <clears throat> I'm new learning so as much as I can right now before I start. Awesome. Toy or toe, um, let me know how to say it right, sorry. Uh, but anyone in the southeastern Wisconsin area would help mentor me. Uh, Freeholstling.com, dude. Just start. You'll learn faster. Action is going to be the best teacher of all, of all. I'm telling you right now. Focus on getting leads and learn as you go through it. You'll be away. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Aaron, I I answered that question uh, like fifteen minutes ago. The answer is no. Um, just watch the replay and skip back like fifteen minutes from now. I, I literally answered that. Zach, so if I wholesale virtually in another state, uh, that's the contract you work with I can use. Uh, I would use the freewholesaling.com contract, but again, I have to use a title company there and see if they're okay with that. What do you think about Investor Lift? Um, it's not going to solve your problem. I, I'm just, I, I don't think Investor Lift. They're trying to make it a thing. I don't think it's, unless there's enough cash buyers on there, I just don't recommend it right now. Um, they're trying to be the MLS of like wholesaling. Uh, one person's already tried that and failed miserably. Now they're trying it again. It's the cost is like insane. I, I don't, I don't think it's good. I have a guy who skipped trace for six, six cents. Is that fine? The quality seems fine. Or do I have to use batch? Use whoever you want. Launch control is a good one too. I promise you, you pay the six cents and get back to me and see, I don't really know anyone that has six cents skip tracing that they're doing a seven figure operation. You pay for what you get for a lot with the skip tracing. Um, a lot of these people are just have APIs and true people search. So I'm telling you, um, it's not going to be uh, credit bureau data. It's just not going to be that accurate. I'm just being honest. With you. Do it. I've tried it. it. You're cutting a corner. That's, I don't think it's worth it, but try it out and prove me wrong.
But I, that's just honestly what I've seen. Just hope I don't make any mistakes. Oh, that's a that's a that's a quote. <laughs> you will make mistakes in this business. I still make mistakes in this business. The question is, how do you deal with those mistakes? So ask yourself. I hope I don't make. I hope I don't make mistakes in wholesaling. You will be making mistakes. The point is to get better after those mistakes, and just improve. Get one percent every day. Get one percent better every day. That is a huge important factor for your success in wholesaling real estate. How should I market my deals? So I recommend you market it to your cash buyers, obviously. Calling the four rents, white bandit signs out, uh, doing the white bandit signs, Facebook groups, uh, cold calling cash sales. That's really what I'd say is the best one. Uh, Michelle says, Zach, what's the role of boots on the ground when virtually wholesaling? Um, honestly, the role for the boots on the ground is really, they're going to take the pictures and show it to cash buyers. Hey, Zach, from the Florida market, are there any weird... There's really no weird regulations for wholesaling in Florida. Um, no dual agency. So uh, a realtor can't be the listing agent and the buyer's agent, uh, but that's really it. Peril says, what's the best way to dispo? Text buyers, MailChimp, email. I prefer just calling my best ones and selling it like that. That's where I've seen is the best right now. It's the more hand-picked approach. Yeah, man, everything's grabbed up or they want 500K plus. Uh, Steven says, so I went to a house today and after we grew to 700, 275k, I show up with a contract in a hand, and then he jacks it up to 300, saying he had been offered 290 last night. Uh, I had it sold at 300. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> that sucks, man. I'm sorry. Um, he could be bluffing, though. I don't know what to do. Uh, that stinks, man. Sorry. Jeez. Speeds everything, man. That's all I could say. Skip tracing data, buying it from batch leads versus mainly skip tracing on triple search is batch batch. So batch leads gets it from credit credit bureau data, which basically when you put your phone number in for credit for pulling your credit, which is extremely accurate, uh, that data sell they sell it to either TLO or IDI, which batch uses kind of a mixture that they use other people obviously, but they use credit bureau data uh, most of the time. They're buying it from the credit bureaus. Uh, and versus Truebill Search, where they're kind of pulling that information online um, from just you putting information from online polls, whatever. Uh, if you have to manually put in like a target, sometimes that information gets leaked out. Uh, so Truebill Search, I would say is about 65-ish percent accurate, where Batch is closer to 80 to 85, from, from my opinion. That's sort of what I've seen. Do you offer a mentorship course? Freewholesaling.com. On the bottom here, freewholesaling.com. 
Zach, I've been following you for a minute. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, I did four deals in January. I need to build consistency. What's your best list and marketing strategy? Beaumont, drawing for dollars. I'm 90% done with your course. I'm still confused about what, uh, what, about with virtual wholesaling. How do I tell the owner that I'm going to be selling the contract? <clears throat> the point of free wholesaling is you don't tell the seller you're, you don't tell the seller that you're selling the contract. Um, yeah. So uh, Elliot, that, that's, that's kind of, the, you're not selling the, con you're not selling the seller that you will probably ruin the deal every time you say that. Say you and your partner are going to buy the property. If they question your assignment, it's my partner buying the property. Boom. There's a mouse behind you. I don't see a mouse behind me. If you have time and no money, drive around in lower middle and upper middle areas and find the ugliest looking houses. That's a pretty good one too. I'm not too familiar with Dakotas. Uh, I know one person kind of in Dakota, but it's like, it's not the best one. Raul says, would you ever be interested in taking some of my deals in Georgia? Market is great over here. Um, yeah, www.flipthrook.com slash JV. Send them over. Elliot says, how do I make sure this this uh how do I make sure the buyer doesn't speak to the seller if I'm not there? You can't guarantee it. That's why you need to run in there to make sure that they don't speak. Remember, if the buyer talks to the seller and you find out, then the buyer's not getting the deal and they're cut out of the deal. They're risking it. I say it in freeholcelling.com too. It's pronouncing number two. Two. Ah. Sorry, bro. I'm at work. No worries. Watch the replay. It's all good. Alrighty. Zach, I'm getting houses with my bandit signs in D-list neighborhoods. I'm having trouble finding buyers. Any advice? Should I pull these down and burr or move on? Um, I would cold call the four rents in Beaumont for the D-list properties. There should be plenty of them there. Uh, let me know if you've done that. Hey, Zach, what does an acquisitions person need to be successful what does an acquisitions person need to be successful in closing leads? Empathy, rapport building, and speed. And good follow-up, I guess, too. Aaron says, you said your average spread is 50K. That's quite large. Share some numbers on your strategy to hit those numbers. Well, my average ARV is closer to 350, 400. So that's a huge factor. I do a lot of direct mail. I've lived, breathed, Eight slept wholesaling real estate for five plus years straight. Plus, I've had Rick helping me out a lot. Uh, he's got 20 plus years of experience. Um, you just be, have to become elite at your acquisitions and elite at your marketing. Uh, we send mail out, mailingmaster.com. That's the postcard we use. And 
Our average deal in our market for the average person is about 15, 20K. We double that, a little more than that, 250% that, no, 150, 200% that or whatever, where it's 50K because we are elite at our acquisitions. Uh, when the when we when get the contract, how will EMD or inspection work before open escrow by finding a cash buyer? Does due diligence period happen once we open escrow? Due diligence usually on the contracts that we have are after the inspection period. Um, Vera says, what do you think about the quote uh, blank people? That is a, I, I'm just going to be honest with you, Ver Verus, so you can see... So you can see this verse. The fact that I'm not mentioning their name should say everything. Uh, Varys, I'm letting you know too, that person clowned me, clowned me on a bunch of live streams. I got, I got all the screenshots of how that I'm an idiot. I'm an, I, I, I'm a clown and an idiot for selling a course for free. So Varys, if anyone can see Varys' comments, who I, who I think about those guys, that person was cyberbullying me and calling me a clown on my debate in the comments because I was selling a course for free. Quote, unquote, what idiot would sell a course for free? You know, making fun of me for selling a free, free course. That is my opinion on that person, Varys. I'm not going to say their name, but people think that this person's, these people are amazing. I promise you, just a bunch of fake followers. That's all I could say. It's hard to fit. It, it, got a lot of fake followers. That's all I can say. Uh, and it was this person that asked the question. I'm not going to bring up that question, but hopefully I answered it. <clears throat> uh, what do you do for fun besides wholesaling? I'm curious. Um, I don't know. I like fishing, I like watching football, hanging out with my friends, video games, biking, um, running. I trained for a marathon last year. I did a marathon. That was fun. Um, wholesaling. I don't know. Um, some TV shows, I guess, but like not really too much. What do you think about Airbnb rentals? They're okay. I I feel like they're too much work. I'm asking you, do I have a Texas uh, transactional funding source? Not really. Um, from the mud says, how would you get a county list of probates or tax default from different states? You just got to pull them online at the clerk of the court. Uh, let's see, wait. Uh, let's see here. Ran through, run through Rick and Zach's course. Literally all the answers. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Let's see. Last question. Um, 
Do you wrestle still? No, uh, I'm done. <laughs> All right, guys. So I really appreciate it. Uh, at the end of the day, if you want to scale up your business, you're really going to have to get the systems and operations in place and know where the first hire. The first hire should be marketing. Uh, but in my opinion, you're really dependent on where you're at in your business right now and get it going from there. Guys, let me know if there's any other questions you got. Please let me know. Comment something below and I will answer it. I answer every YouTube comment personally. So I really appreciate it, guys. Check it out. Smash that like button and subscribe and I'll see you guys soon.